0: All right, let's get it on. Welcome to The Restaurant Show. I'm your host, Mike Boyle. We have got a couple of fun hours planned for you, so stick around. We're going to talk a little bit about upcoming events. We've got Boyle meal deals. We have got a book club starting. We've had an unofficial book club for The Restaurant Show for a number of years, but we're thinking about making it a little bit more formal. We're going to talk about meat Who doesn't like a good steak? Who doesn't like a big, thick, juicy burger? Well, we're going to talk about that as well because I was recently up in Fort Morgan. Do you even know where Fort Morgan is? It's on Highway 76 as you go towards Nebraska. It's a neat little town. But uh, while I was up there, a friend of mine turned me on to... Christensen Ranch Meats, and sent me a box of them. I've had burgers. I've had steaks. They are absolutely terrific. And even though this is the restaurant show, even though it's my job to get you out and about, get you out of your ruts, trying new places, trying new dishes, I thought that we would try to catch up with the folks from Christensen Ranch. Also, you know, I went on the air 30 years ago in Denver, 26-plus years in Colorado Springs. And the markets were so different. And people just didn't drive back and forth, back and forth. But I-25 expanded. The gap is finished. And about 20 years ago, I had a restaurateur say to me in Denver, I'm thinking of opening up in Colorado Springs. What do you think? And I said, don't do it. I just don't think your concept is... I I just don't think it'll work down there. I don't think Colorado Springs is ready for it. He opened. He closed. With such disastrous results that I think it cratered as other places as well. But now you see places in Denver and Colorado Springs. Did you ever think Colorado Springs would have a place called the Denver Biscuit Company? So anyway, we're going to try to catch up with somebody that knows a little bit about opening in both places. I found something else that I thought was kind of cute. Club Med is hiring for a dream job that lets you live in Punta Cana Resort in the Dominican Republic for a full year, so... I uh, talked this over with my daughter. My application is in, and I will be on the air until I get that job. But you know what? With cell phone service, T-Mobile, and so forth, I can probably do my shows on Saturday and Sunday while sitting in a lounge chair at the Club Med in Punta Cana. I'll tell you a little bit about that. How do you get your exercise? Do you walk, run, hike, bike? The benefits of pickleball. (laughs) will make it your favorite way to get fit. All right, you don't get this stuff on other restaurant shows. And finally, she's my guardian angel. You know what? We've all had delivery to the house, right? Maybe DoorDash, maybe Grubhub, maybe it's Domino's Pizza Delivers. DoorDasher saves a Massachusetts woman's life while delivering pizza. So anyway, we're going to keep it nice and upbeat around here. We've got a fun couple of hours for you, but uh, thank you for tuning in. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to try to talk. You know, this is if all of these interviews that we've got scheduled come together. I like it when a plan comes together. Matter of fact, I love it when a plan comes together. So when we come back, let's talk about books on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. All right, welcome back to the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, where we talk about restaurants, travel, movies, books, sports, TV shows, or whatever we feel like talking about. I love it when a plan comes together like this. So we're sitting on the beach at the Rio Palace Costa Mujeres about a year and a half ago. And there's a nice group of people. People are meeting each other as first-time travelers. Mexico's open. We're having a good time. And the next thing you know, three ladies that did not know each other before that trip, Lisa, Shannon, and Betsy. They're talking about books and how much they enjoy reading. And the next thing you know, I get a call from one of them who says, we're thinking of maybe formalizing a little bit more the Mike Boyle restaurant show informal book club. There will be no membership dues, there'll be no membership card, there'll be no secret handshake, but we would like to get together and talk about books. So we met at the View House Restaurant. We had a wonderful lunch, and coming up on Wednesday, May 25th, at the aforementioned View House Restaurant, we've got a nice small room in the back. We're going to talk about books. And we're going to see if we want to hold this in a restaurant. We're going to see how often we want to hold it. We're going to see if maybe we should go to somebody's house. What are we going to do about food? What are we going to do about wine? What are we going to do about the books? Well, I've got Lisa Fellows with me. Lisa was kind of the instigator of this. Idle Hands are the devil's workshop. She recently retired from a very successful corporate career. And so now she's looking for stuff to do. She wants to start the book club. I said, I'll push it. I'll promote it. We'll call the restaurant show book club as long as I don't have to do any work. Let's talk to Lisa. Lisa, welcome to the show
1: thank you mike it's
0: great so, to be here so is that about the background uh, you've got a little bit of time on your hands and your husband has encouraged you to get out of the house rather than spending 24 7 together what has prompted this idea of a book club
1: well mike you gave a great overview um as you said i'm recently retired more time on my hands and i'd love to read And one of the things that I was really looking forward to in my retirement was being able to spend more time reading. And as you mentioned, um, you know, in the conversations that I had with Betsy and Shannon on our trip uh, in Cancun, uh, you know we were sharing uh, books that we had recently read and I know betsy is is just a voracious reader mm-hmm. and she calls in quite frequently with with recommendations for you yes. and so um, I'm currently in a book club but it's it's more of a social club if we talk five minutes about a book that's <laughs> is, that's a good um, yeah. but and and John refers to it as the wine club so yeah. it's really yeah. social yeah and I'm I'm really interested in, in being with people who are, you know, like-minded and enjoy reading and uh, whether it's novels, historical fiction, biographies, autobiographies, and just really having some good discussions and about the books and what we liked about it and the characters. And I know that there's some opportunity from with your involvement of being able to have possibly some of the authors, um, you know, join us at these meetings. And and that really excites me as well, just to hear from the author's perspective, you know, what went into the book and, and you know, just how it evolved and, and just what being a writer and author is all about. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this and just felt like a group of your listeners um, because I know you talk about books a lot, um, mm-hmm. might be might be a good group to try to get together and, and see if there's some opportunity here to, to form a book club.
0: Well, the three ladies, you and Shannon and Betsy. I can attest to are just wonderful, wonderful people. And coming up on May 25th at The View House, it's on my website at mikeboyle.com, and we will bribe you. You may say, I don't know a book that I can bring. I will be giving everybody a free book I got from the author, I got from the publicist. So that will be passed out to everybody that comes. We don't know if there's going to be the four of us. We don't know if it's going to be 14. We don't know if we're going to have to move into the banquet room, but we'll figure it out on the 25th. Love to have you come and join us. Everybody else that comes that day will also get a gift certificate to a restaurant. So I thought that this would just be a little bit of a an incentive to get you to come by. But this is a very formative get-together. How often are we going to do it? Where are we going to do it? Uh, how are we going to decide what books to review? And yes, I have already, Lisa, talked to a number of authors who have indicated that they would be more than happy, if they're local, to come to a restaurant or somebody's home, or. If they are out of town to do a virtual get together. So, Lisa, I really appreciate you taking the ball and running with this. One of our concerns is geography, because I'm talking to people now all the way up to Fort Collins, all the way down to Pueblo. It won't be a neighborhood. It won't be a church group. It won't be your bridge club. So we're trying to figure out some of that stuff, but we would love, love, love to have you come by The View House on the 25th of May and give us your input. And don't forget to bring a book because uh, we've, I've got a big stack, don't you, Lisa?
1: Yes, as well as, Mike, we've been putting together a list of books just in the discussion of the four of us of books that we have recently read that we have thought might be good options for the book club as well. So very open to other ideas, and and, uh, I'm excited even just about the list that we've already put together of of potential books for the book club.
0: And I want you to understand that even though this is the Restaurant Show Book Club and Lisa and Shannon and Betsy came up with the idea – We do not plan on being a dictatorship. We plan on being very much a democracy. So come on by. We'd love to have you. We'd love to get your thoughts. And uh, if you've read a good book lately, bring it on over. Maybe you've read an acclaimed book that wasn't so good. And that's always fun to talk about as well. Lisa Fellows, thank you, thank you, thank you for putting this together. And I'll see you at the View House on May 25th.
1: Absolutely. Looking forward to it, Mike. Thank you. All
0: right. Let's go ahead and take a break from the Mike Boyle restaurant, travel, movies, books and whatever we feel like talking about. All right, Welcome back to the Mike Boyle restaurant show. You know, I recently I like to take vacations. I like to travel. I've been all over the world, all seven continents, all 50 states, 75 countries. But sometimes it's just nice to get out and see what's going on in your own backyard. You know, maybe you want to go down to southeast Colorado and go to Bent's Fort, have yourself some good Mexican food in Rocky Ford. Maybe you want to go to southwest Colorado and see the Black Canyon of the Gunnison. Maybe you want to go northeast I decided to go northeast. I went out Highway 76 because we've got a wonderful listener out there, Carrie Bernhardt. Her mother used to travel with us. Carrie still travels with us. And she said, I live out in Fort Morgan, and why don't you come on out? I'll show you around a little bit. So me and Bailey, the Mexican street dog, jumped in the truck, and we drove out to Fort Morgan. It's a neat little town. It's in Morgan County, only about eleven, twelve thousand 12,000 residents. We went to Peppy Coffee. And had a great smoothie. And then we went to a restaurant called Mav. And then we walked along the historic Rainbow Bridge. It's just a neat little town. And somewhere in the course of the conversation, Carrie said, have you ever tried Christensen Ranch steaks? And I said, I'm not familiar with them. She said, well, they're out of Well Dona, which is right down the road, and I'm going to send you some. Well, I know that Carrie is one of those people that will follow through if she makes a commitment. The next thing you know, there's a box of meat on my front porch, and I open it up, and there's burgers in there, and there's burgers the way we like them, big, thick, juicy burgers, and there's steaks, and there was even... Bacon for Bailey. All right, so I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call Eric Christensen. He is third generation. And I'm going to talk to him, and I'm going to see if we can get him on the show. Now, my job as the restaurant show host is to get you to go out and eat a steak, go out and get you to try a Mexican restaurant, get you to go somewhere and have some nice lasagna, but you know what? We don't need all our meals out. So it's nice to have some steaks around. I've got him on the line. Eric Christensen, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's quite an introduction. All right, buddy. I got all right. Listen to this. So a guy walks into a steakhouse and the waiter comes up and he says, how would you like your steak, sir? And the gentleman looks at him and he says, like winning an argument with my wife. And the waiter says, Rare it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That's kind of cute, don't you
2: think? That is a good one.
0: All right, so anyway, I have never been to Weldona, but neither has anybody else. Not only is it on Highway 144, you can't even say Weldona is the wide spot in the road because it's only two-lane. It has a population – matter of fact – if I'm talking to Eric and his wife and two children, and his cousin and partner Kathy Wood and her husband and their two children, I am speaking to ten percent of the population of the town of Weldona, Colorado. It's a hundred acres. You know, it's the old saying, Geronimo's helping me produce this show today and I'm looking at him. You know Geronimo how they say it's not the ends of the earth, but you can see it from there? That's that's Weldona. I it's it has a post office though, it has a post office and a church. That's about where you live, isn't it, Eric? <laughs> uh,
2: yes, and it, it, I would also note it also has a bar, which are I think are the three cornerstones of uh, what a country. What a
0: what a country. <laughs> <laughs> What's it? What? Let's give them a plug. What's the name of the bar?
2: The bar is called the Last Stand Saloon, and they are known for what a lot of small-town bars are, greasy cheeseburgers, and then the special Fridays are uh, smothered green chili burritos, and Thursdays are uh, pan-fried
0: chicken. The Last Chance Saloon in Weldona, Colorado. As we used to say when I lived down in Texas, you know what, it was one of those kind of bars where the drinking starts at four, the music starts at six, and the fight starts at eight. <laughs> yep. All right. Yep, exactly right. All right, so in 1923, Edward Christensen wanders out into eastern Colorado. He looks around. He sees that it's good for farming and ranching. And the next thing you know, he settles there and starts raising his family. And then he has three sons, Don and Glenn and Larry Two of the three have passed on. So you are actually, I said third generation. Aren't you actually fourth generation of running Christensen uh, Farms uh, steaks, ranch steaks? Uh,
2: At this location, we're the third. Our our great-grandfather actually found the ranch a little bit, too. Um, But, yeah, yeah. So third of this generation, and then our our children are are soon to be the fourth. They're all still kind of choosing which way they're going. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's that's the way it goes.
0: All right, so i got a question for you. Your cattle, the cattle that you raise, are red Angus. We hear about black Angus. What is the difference between – I don't – i never heard, I don't think. I've done the restaurant show for 30 years. I was in the business. I had a steakhouse. What's a red Angus cow versus a black Angus cow?
2: Genetically, it's one recessive gene is the only difference. Um, red Angus and black Angus can be traced back to the same seed stock. And for some reason, when those cattle were exported to North America, they were differentiated, and it was kind of a a lesser-known breed until about 70 years ago when some really progressive ranchers recognized that, hey, these are just as good as the black cattle, or or at that time, the river cattle that were being raised all over the western United States, and they focused on that. And when we uh, were drawn to define and more selectively choose our seed stock, Red Angus was our first choice. Primarily because of the product that that they produce, and so that the consumer has a good has a good eating experience.
0: So, Eric, what, um, what do you are When your meat, when you slaughter a cow, and when you get it ready for distribution, there's people out there wondering right now: Is it a prime cut? Is it a choice cut? Go through that for just a second. What you're doing out there, yeah. at Christensen Ranch.
2: Yeah, so there's a lot of different – there are several grades of beef, uh, prime obviously being the best, choice then being down from that, select, and then it goes down from there as far as quality is concerned. And a great deal, not a 100%, but a great deal that has to do with the marbling inside of it. And that's the little flakes of fat that are inside of that that actually give it its flavor and some of the the moistness when you cook it. Um, Our cattle, prime choice, select, and down from there. Our cattle, because of the way we feed and our genetic selections, typically grade 95 and higher percent choice or prime. Um, we had some cattle last year that were 68 percent prime. So, you know, we're producing a product that is of higher quality as far as the grading percentage is concerned than the rest of the industry out there. And we've selected cattle for that and feed them that way as well so that the consumer has a good, good stake on the other end.
0: All right, terrific. Now, let's let's talk a little bit about how people get your meat because you don't have a retail operation up there in Weldona, and I got mine mail order. Talk a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, so we, um, you know, a process of learning on our end. We launched a website and started direct shipping about five years ago. Uh, we ship on Mondays and, and Tuesdays, typically. Um, through UPS all over the fifty United States, um, we have a variety of, of different packages. We have sampler boxes. We have steak boxes. We have just ground beef boxes. We have um, rib. We have ribs. We have uh, grilling favorites. We have slow cooker favorites, and so we just have different varieties of. Cuts that go together, depending on the time of year, supply a little bit on our end. I mean, I wish we could produce an animal that was 100% steaks. It just doesn't work <laughs> that way, so we try to get creative in how to market other cuts and other parts of the animal, which are equally as good. They're just not necessarily as popular with consumers as, as a ribeye or a New York strip happens to be.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm I'm a ribeye guy, but I'll tell you, some of those tenderloins you sent me, I, I just – I love your product. His name is Eric Christensen. It's C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-S-E-N. And why don't you give the listeners the website so they can go to your website, Eric. And if they want to order steaks, go ahead and uh, let's let's get them some steaks. And folks, they're very – I'm not going to – in Colorado, they've got free UPS ground shipping. Everything is very reasonably priced. How do they get a hold of you, Eric?
2: Yeah, so the best way is a website, which is Triple W Christensen Ranch R A N C H dot com. Um, we've got a website. We do ninety nine percent of our our commerce and our oh. orders through there, um, and we have a variety of not only boxes, but if you want something bigger, some bulk, we can do that as well through the website. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all e-commerce, you put your credit card in, put your address in, where do you want it shipped? you know if you want to ship it shipped yourself or a gift? Um, we take care of that and then we get it out to you through UPS.
0: All right, well, I'll tell you what, if I ever get to Welldona, I'm giving you a call, Eric, and we're gonna meet Absolutely. at the last chance saloon and we're gonna have a beer together. Is that all right? That sounds great, Mike. <laughs> I mean, Folks, their product is really, really good. And if you're looking for some steaks to have it around, if you're looking to do a barbecue and you want to impl- impress your neighbors with the burgers in the backyard, ChristensenRanch.com. Eric, have a great rest of your day. I appreciate you. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Nice talking to him. We'll be back on The Restaurant Show. All right, welcome back to the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. It is Saturday, May 14th. Happy to have you with me. I am in Mexico. Yes, indeedy. I left last Wednesday, headed down to Cancun with a nice group of listeners staying at the beautiful Ryu Palace Peninsula Hotel, right in the hotel zone. Yes, I brought the baseball equipment that you so graciously donated. I've been going to the Dominican Republic with baseball equipment for years, but uh Started coming to Mexico in February when I heard that they were trying to get youth baseball started. In the Dominican Republic, it's baseball than everything else. In Mexico, it's soccer than everything else. But there's a lot of kids that want to play baseball. So we brought down equipment in February. I brought down a bunch of equipment on Wednesday. And uh, I will be posting pictures on Facebook mike boyle restaurant show if you follow me on facebook or instagram you will see pictures of the kids all the equipment we brought so uh, i can't thank you enough for that last weekend mother's day i hope you had a wonderful mother's day did you get your house tidied up for mom well maybe you called my next guest his name is mike bagnall b-a-g-n-a-l-l bagnall carpet cleaning services they do an absolutely wonderful job I actually found Mike because he was advertising on one of our Salem stations. I said, well, i like to keep it in the family. I had Bailey, the Mexican street dog, move in with me. My daughter found him in Mexico, and he made a mess. He made a couple of messes. And I thought, well, you know, maybe um, maybe he's just got a little bit of a nervous tummy or whatever. But I went to the store. And I bought some of those products that say spray this on a pet stain, and this will remove it. Well, let me tell you something. It doesn't remove it. And so I called Mike Bagnall. He came out. He came out himself. And he looked at it, and I said, Mike, do I need new carpet? And he said, no, we'll get that taken care of for you. They came out and did a magnificent job. We're coming into spring, spring cleaning. You've been shut in all winter. You'll want the house to get cleaned up a little bit when you have family and friends coming over. So I thought we'd talk to him. Michael, welcome to the show, and thanks for being a sponsor of The Restaurant Show.
3: Thank you very much for the
0: opportunity, Mike. Well, and not only is that a personal endorsement, but I would like for you— To know, you, the listeners, know that when I recently recommended a product to clean toilet bowls, it's like I say, you don't get this stuff on other restaurant shows. I am a bachelor. And there was some uh, scale or calcium or whatever you call it in my toilets. And my neighbor said, you ought to get a product called CLR. So I went to Walmart And I was in the aisle. There was a lady from Walmart in the aisle. And I said, where is it? She said, it's right here. She said, but you know what? You need to try this Lysol. It's stain rust lime remover. It's in a black bottle. It's got 10X on it. And I took this home. I bought both of them. The CLR did an okay job. The Lysol was like a neutron bomb in my toilet. I'm telling you what it cleaned it so well and how synergetic we are in the show. I'm telling you about Mike, my- Bagnol and carpet cleaning he said by the way send me a picture of that lysol stuff we need it for our home toilets i get about two <laughs> mike i get about two emails a week now from people saying we can't remember what the name of that product was i send him a picture so that's you know that's kind of what we do here on the restaurant show a lot of nice people coming to you i know Stephen michelle shaw that owned the black eyed pea you know, I'm not going to say that Michelle's a fush budget, I'm, but I'm going to say that she knows what she likes. She wants her house clean, and she thinks Bagnall is doing a fabulous job. My neighbors, Mike and Pam, they use you. Talk a little bit about how long you've been around and what you do. Well, we've been around for about 30 years, and we cleaned. Any kind of carpet that you might have
3: or a loose rug, we roll up and take away to our plant to wash. We clean upholstery. We clean any kind of tile that you could have in your
0: house. And uh, we do carpet repairs. You know, Mike, we're just not getting a good signal from you. I don't know where you are or what's going on. But his name is Mike Bagno. And they have a spring sale. So give them a call at 303 797 sixty four hundred that's three zero three seven nine seven sixty four hundred. As for Mike, there's a good chance that he'll come on the phone, he'll talk to you, but they do a great job. They can do your upholstery, they can do your drapes. And I just, I I hadn't talked to Mike in a while. We were talking, we were catching up. We talked about the Lysol. I'm getting ready to schedule another carpet cleaning. But uh, Mike, I just wanted to let you know what a great job you do. And I really appreciate your association with the show. Mike Bagnall, Bagnall Carpet Cleaning Services, Uh, 303-797-6400. We'll try to get you back, Mike, when we can get a little bit better signal. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, there. Now, 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 it sounds good. Okay. <laughs> All right, Mike. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Mike, thanks an awful lot for what you do. Okay. My pleasure, sir. Thank you. All right. Good talking to Mike Bagnell at Bagnell Carpet Cleaning Services. All right. A couple of other things. Did you know that today is National Stamp Out Hunger Day? Yeah, it's the day May fourteenth. It is generally the, what is it? This would be the second Saturday, I guess, of May, right? It's the second Saturday of May. It's the day when your letter carrier, we used to call them mailmen, but now that we have men and women and non-gender and non-binary and all of that type of stuff, we call them letter carriers. But at any rate, it's the day when they collect non-perishable food, and this is something where you can do something nice for somebody— It's no skin off your nose. Just go to your cupboard, grab a couple cans of tuna, grab a can of Campbell's Chunky Chicken Soup, grab a couple of cans of whatever, and take them out to the mailbox and either put them in your mailbox if you have one of those centralized collection points. But I always make sure that, yes, I'm in Mexico, but I tell you this, the people that are sitting at my house, watching the house, watching the dog, they will take it out and put it there because it's just it's a it is the biggest charity event that the postal service does all year, and it's also, I believe one of the largest nationwide food collection days of the year. It's absolutely huge. All right, something else that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I did want to mention this. You know we talk about restaurants coming and going. One left, the Colorado Springs scene. We're going to talk a little bit about that here before the end of the show. But upcoming events, next Saturday, the 21st of May, I'll be doing a Boyle Lunch Bunch. My name is Mike Boyle. I'm inviting you to lunch, and we always have a bunch of people because we get you great meals and great deals. We're going to be at the Garden of the Gods trading post for the Colorado Springs show from 10 to 1. They're going to do two buffalo burgers. Two Buffalo Burgers, retail $12 each, $24 value for seven bucks. Seven bucks for two, not for one. Seven bucks for two. It is always crazy at that event, but we'd love to have you come by. It'll come with fries or homemade potato chips. So that will be next Saturday, the 21st. In the afternoon, I'm going to race right up to the Gap's finished. I can go 100 miles an hour. Just kidding. 85 is my max. But at any rate, I can go through the Gap and I can get to 2120 Broadway. That is Joyce's Famous Pizza. We will be doing that. Then the next day, the 22nd, we will be at Taste of Philly in Highlands Ranch at University and County Line. It is their Veterans Memorial Event, it's a big car show. They're going to be doing the five dollar Philly cheesesteak. You know, I was at a place recently that bragged about their Philly cheesesteak, it's not a Philly cheesesteak. You cannot have Philadelphia cheesesteaks. If you don't have the right roll, the right bun, you can't just slap—I mean, you can have the meat and the cheese and the onions, but you can't just slap it in a hoagie roll. But Taste of Philly, they do it right. Martin Garvey, he's got three stores. They're looking at coming your way, another town. We'll keep you posted on that. But that's what's coming up on the 22nd. Then on the 28th, we will be at Dickie's Barbecue in Westminster. For an afternoon event, for those of you that say, Mike, you never come north. Well, you can't get much farther north than Westminster and still be in Denver Metro. So that will be on the 28th. All that information, I forgot the book club on the 25th of May. All of that stuff is on my website at mikeboil.com. Something I did before I left for Mexico, I finished the miniseries Ozark. I got to tell you, remember they had season one, two, three, then four. They had the first seven seven episodes, and then they waited a month or two. to I don't know why they do that. Can anybody tell me why they do that before they release the last seven episodes? It's really a good show. Now, I will tell you this. If anything bothers you, nudity, language, smoking, violence, Alcohol, cartels, blood, it's got it all. But I'm going to tell you, between Cocaine Cowboys, Narcos Mexico, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, Ozark, the common denominator seems to be drugs and cartels, but... It was really, really a good series. I really, really enjoyed it. Jason Bateman, the star of the show, did a wonderful job. Laurel, Linney, his wife, I'd never heard of her. And uh, she played a great role as well. And there were a couple of other people that I had not recognized, but I think we're going to be seeing it more of in some of these upcoming shows. I thought, And they played one song by Sam Cooke, Bring It On Home. He was born in Clarksdale, Mississippi. I've been to Clarksdale, Mississippi. It's right there south of Memphis. It's called the Home of the Blues. Yep. All right. We're going to go and take a break. I'm Mike Boyle. It is May 14th, Saturday. I'm in Mexico. But that doesn't mean we're not going to have a couple great hours for you right here on that aforementioned restaurant show. All right. Let's talk Philly cheesesteak sandwiches here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. There are Taste of Philly's all up and down the front range. On May 22nd, I will be at the store at University and County Line with my buddy, Martin Garvey. Martin Garvey, how old are you, Martin? Are you, what, about 45?
3: I am just
0: over 45. I just turned 46. Okay, close enough. enough. Good guess. And so, anyway, you have been making—is it safe to say that you have been making Philly cheesesteak sandwiches— For over 30 years?
3: I've been making it for most of my life. I don't think I'm quite at 30 years yet. But, uh, yeah, most of my life has been devoted
0: to cheesesteaks. All right, because you kind of started in high school, late in high school, maybe in college a little bit. We're talking with Martin Garvey. He owns the store, like I said, at University and County Line in Highlands Ranch. We're going to be there on May 22nd. I was recommended a restaurant recently that somebody told me, you got to go try the Philly cheesesteak at this restaurant. So I went to the restaurant, which will remain unnamed, and the guy said, yeah, we do Philly cheesesteaks. I really want you to try my Philly cheesesteak. It was big. There was a lot of meat, cheese, onions, but it wasn't a Philly cheesesteak, Martin, because to me, to have a Philly cheesesteak, you've got to put it on the right roll. Would you talk about that? Would you agree? Would you concur?
3: I agree, one hundred percent. And you can't just stick it on. You can't just stick it on some
0: crappy ho- hoagie roll that you got a little bit that's cheaper right. at Restaurant Depot.
3: Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, hot dog rolls don't work. Uh, <laughs> buns don't work. You got to get a, get a good uh, Italian roll, and that's what we get. We get our rolls. We're the only place in the state. That can, uh, that can boast that we offer rolls from Lithio's Bakery. Um, we're the only ones that do it, and, man, do they make a good good hoagie roll.
0: Well, and for people that are familiar with Geno's and Pat's and um, Jimmy's back in Philadelphia, the Amoroso roll became kind of well-known, became kind of famous. But people may say, well, why don't you do that? What's the difference between an Amoroso roll and an lithium roll is that the latter was able to come up with the recipe, the formula, and be able to distribute it to you out here in Colorado?
3: Well, for years we carried Amoroso, and mm-hmm. we were the uh, the first ones in state to carry Amoroso. Mm-hmm. And lots and lots of people jumped on board and started carrying Amoroso. And I don't know exactly what happened, but the quality went down. The consistency went down. And it wasn't just for the out-of-state customers. Lots and lots of places in Philadelphia were noticing this as well. Licio saw the opportunity in the market and came to market with a fantastic role. And they've been able to figure out how to keep it consistent and how to how to just make it uh, unbelievably great and so we switched from Amoroso to Licio's a few years ago and uh, I think it was one of the best decisions we ever made well
0: and, and I always tell it listen I love old Chicago but I don't like the old Chicago Chicago 7 pizza that's too many ingredients I think that when you have a pizza the dough the sauce the cheese, the toppings, they all have to blend. You have to be able to taste them. And you don't want anything to overwhelm. Let's go get a three-cheese pizza. I love cheese, but that's too much cheese on a pizza for me. And so, and it's the same way. You don't want the meat, the steak, the onions, the cheese, you don't want it to be dominated by the bread. That's important.
3: That's absolutely important, yeah. It's funny you say that about pizza. I have a strict three-topping limit on pizza for, for anybody in my family. If we ever go anywhere, <laughs> you're not, no, three toppings max, max. Oh, I prefer one, maybe two. That's ex- that's ex- that.
0: that's <laughs> exactly right. I, I'm a one, maybe two. Uh, it just kind of depends on the mood. If I have the jalapenos with the pepperoni, if i got a lot of beer to wash it down. But that's another topic for another day. Talking about buns, you know what? I just did a show at Dairy Queen. They – their hot dog and the bun they put it on just are so good and they're so hot and so – the bun is so soft. And then I put a little bit of the chili on and I put some grated cheese, some grated onions. Yeah, it has to be a blend. We're coming up on an event on May 22nd. Uh, we did an event with Martin last year at the Taste of Philly because uh, he supports veterans' causes. It's going to be an auto show over there. It was a great auto show last year. Man, I, you know the only thing about those classic cars? They do two things. Depending on the car and where it was in my stable of cars growing up, there's memories. Okay many of the backseat, and there are also just a longing to have those cars again. We're going to be doing a special on the Philly. We're going to do the Philly cheesesteak for 5 bucks. Martin, thanks for your association with the show. Thanks for the car show. Thanks for what you do for the veterans. It's on my website at mikeboyle.com, but we will see you on May 22nd. All right?
3: We're looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time. All
0: right, that wraps up this hour of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. More to come. We'll be right back.